0: Hi, Elliot. Doing fine, thanks.
1: Uh, So uh, late last, uh, mid last week, uh, FATF, uh, the Financial Action Task Force, held its uh, most recent plenary. Um, Those are three-day sessions. I think this one, they actually did hybrid. They've done the the prior four uh, all remote. Um, And um, they came out with uh, some high-level strategic, initiatives that they worked on uh, and announced And I, I'm assuming you saw that announcement,
0: right? So they always have an October plenary. So we're always looking to see what the outputs are. And, and obviously the, the age old uh, challenge we have for our communities is to make sure they recognize the importance of the FATF and what they do. I think most, most, most do to understand that, but I think they d- clearly do have, um, impact on what happens in different jurisdictions. Obviously, uh, that's important. But the the series of uh, initiatives, as with everything else in AML, are pretty broad-based, right? They looked at revising the guidance on virtual assets. Um, They looked at issues related to Afghanistan, which is obviously not just in the news, but important. Things that we've covered before, progress on uh, dealing with environmental crimes. We, you know, we did a webinar on wildlife trafficking. So it's, it's something that's important to us. And then the one area that I thought was also interesting because um, we're grappling with or waiting is more appropriately for FinCEN to produce the registry on beneficial ownership is that um, is is trying to update the standards or they're calling it strengthening the standards on beneficial ownership and they have, uh, what they're calling a public consultation so that's out there and they're asking obviously for comments on that it's such an important topic uh, it's such an important global topic so that's another thing so other things happened as well but I thought those
1: several items that I mentioned were pretty important. Agreed so in that one on beneficial owner they actually in the summary they actually reference the uh, Pandora papers as you know additional global c- context. I guess the other one that you didn't mention that I thought was interesting is they uh, issued a final report on working on standards for cross border payments. Right, right. Um, which is a big thing. It's got um, actually the initiatives, has a bunch of components. And uh, Fadith took on what I think is one of the tougher ones, and that is how uh, uh, analyzing and then ultimately proposing some solutions on how the uh, the regulations of AML and CFT around the globe are different and how those rules create friction in uh, in, an, in effective systems for cross-border payments. So, uh, you know, some of the other building blocks of that initiative are much more technical on the payment side, but this is more about how the various regulatory regimes, when they're not synchronized, actually make cross-border payments a challenge um, and clearly everybody's looking for smoothing out the cross-border uh, payment processes. Right
0: yeah no I, I um, that is an important element as well and then going back to the your reference about uh, beneficial ownership they have a specific statement on the Pandora Papers because obviously they recognize that the the press and the focus on uh, the hiding of assets continues to be a challenge in fact to their credit have been pretty vocal and
1: they've worked a lot on that topic for a number of years. Indeed. Um, So a few of these uh, things that came out of this plenary are things that they view for the particular initiative. They're now complete, but many of them uh, are progress reports or, you know, interim reports, things like that. And so I know we've done this in the past when we've talked about FATF and we've done some webinars on FATF activity too, um, it's really important um, if you're involved in the uh, financial crime compliance community at this point, um, with transactions being global and um, and uh, money laundering being global, and certainly um, terrorist financing being global. It's really important to be paying attention to what FATF is doing. So uh, if you're not already receiving you know, uh, their subscriptions, uh, you should, we, we'd recommend that you sign up for them or at least visit the FATF website on some kind of regular basis to see what's going on. Cause there's always something new and, uh, they do a lot of deep dives into tough topics.
0: Yeah. And the last thing that I'll mention is given what's uh, happening in Afghanistan, uh, FATF issued a public statement and one of the por- parts of that statement I wanted to highlight besides the obvious, that they want to make sure that there's not going to be an increase in terrorist activity, which unfortunately a lot of experts think will happen. But they say that they uh, reiterate the, the most important aspect of ensuring that NPOs and other humanitarian actors can still provide humanitarian assistance in the region without dislay, uh, de- delay or disruption. So they call on all jurisdictions to protect those NBOs from being misused, Uh, For terrorist financing. So again, an an issue we've covered time and time again, unfortunately, is something that could be a byproduct of what's happening in Afghanistan. But FATF calls it out to make sure that jurisdictions are working carefully so that there's still access, there's still inclusion, and NPOs can be free to help with medical supplies, electricity, funding, all the things that are so important for assistance in conflict zones. Correct.
1: Correct. Okay, so uh, I guess it's my turn to do Shameless uh, plug again. So we hope you enjoyed this edition of This Week in AML. Uh, We do this every week with a couple of holiday breaks. Um, You can find this and all of our podcasts on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And additional high-quality content you can find on our website, amlrightsource.com.
0: And I'll just add one more quick thing, if I can, and that is that um, several of us have been involved with the Antiquities Coalition in a financial crime task force, and we just filed a comment letter to FinCEN's ANPRM on placing antiquities under the Bank Secrecy Act. You'll find that on the Antiquities Coalition website, and it'll be on our our website as well. Obviously, we're awaiting final reg proposals, which we will also comment on, but I just wanted to highlight uh, that because it's an area
1: we've talked about. You and I
0: have talked about it. We've
1: also done programming about. Correct. And another area of international concern, because so much of uh, that activity uh, crosses borders around the world. All right, John, you have a good uh, weekend and we will uh, talk again next week.
0: Take care, Elliot. Stay safe. You too. Bye bye.